listening to Onward with William McCarthy, live from New York City. Hello everyone. I wanted to do the podcast yesterday, but it was Labor Day, in which America celebrates working. <laughs> so I'm walking through the streets of New York, and I have a lot of thoughts that I want to share with you and bring you into my world a little bit. So I'm sitting here in my flat, good old studio apartment, and summer is now fading into that in-between place of September, which is a beautiful time in that the summer heat's gone, the humidity's gone, and it's kind of a stillness uh, before fall starts coming. Uh, I also have memories of 9-11 during September quite a bit. Uh, I just remember the clear blue sky, and I was in this very neighborhood when I saw that go down, so September's always a little interesting. There's so much fun stuff to talk about. Okay, at the top of the list, Onward Fest 2018. Uh, Okay, so we have, I've been speaking about it. Um, Laura, who's been helping out, and Emma um, are making sure that it's a community effort. And basically what we've been doing the past months is we've been looking for a location and a very kind soul named Eva in Belgium has offered her land. Now, the land was very difficult because a lot of, uh, a lot of the vision for this has to do with like a campfire and passing the guitar around and stories and, uh, and song and wine and so on. So fires are kind of hard to figure out. <laughs> but it looks like it's all gone through and things are looking great. And pardon if the, you hear trucks going by. Uh, Red Hook is an industrial area, so uh, that's that's the noises you'll hear in the background. I'm just outside of uh, the the Holland Tunnel, and uh, it it makes like a kind of loud noise, and there's National Guard people all over the place. It's kind of interesting. Uh, but backward uh, back to the Onward Fest, um, yeah. So basically, it's a this is the vision, and uh, you know. Keeping it in reality, it'll be 50 people, um, It's so it'll be fairly small. And what the idea of it is, is that everyone, in the spirit of Augustine's and everything I've been trying to do in my career, it's interactive and uh, community effort, right? So you being the fourth member, you're invited to share, um, share stories and Uh, share songs and share laughter and uh, I just think it would be a great thing for us all to spend some time together and I'm so thankful and so blessed that someone's offered their land so um, I'll talk a little bit about that and hello big truck okay Um, basically you know the idea is that I didn't want it to be cost any money at all (laughs) Uh, that was my intention. It was sort of like a, a thank you and in every every sense of the word onward, like we're going onward into a new chapter. And um, so, yeah, we started looking at it and we've got to get people from the airport to the site for the festival. 
and um, we've got to feed everybody and we've got to have drinks and we've got to, you know, things like chairs. I was thinking, oh, great, campfire is wonderful. Okay, where's everyone going to (laughs) sit? And naturally, when you start out with the foundations of an idea, you start kind of filling them in. And I was thinking, you know, when I did the Journals, Maps, Stories and Songs tour, I had a, a big screen and I was running things off of my laptop for like a, a, a photo presentation, a visual presentation. And I was also thinking, hey, maybe we could have like a fun comedy night, you know, like where we all watch like, a, you know, Faulty Towers or some or, or a movie that would make us all laugh. And uh, so I think that can definitely happen. And I think there's, can you imagine everybody in June sitting out on chairs out in the woods, um, watching a comedy together and then moving from there um, all around a campfire, people are passing around wine. Um, I could get up and tell some stories. Then the idea is that I pass it off to other people who are, are also telling their stories. And Within our community, there is a pretty good number of musicians. Um, there's a friend of mine who's not, he's not really in the Onward community. He's like a remote satellite fellow, Yayo Gaitero. He's a friend of mine that I visited on my trip in northern Spain. Him and I did some busking together when we were much younger, and he's a fantastic musician, and he sings in like three languages, and he's just kind of this like, um, <laughs> the Cuban word would be wajiro. He's like a countryman. He just literally, I'd put some photos up. There's like goats and sheep and and cows out on his property. And he lives up in the mountains with his daughter. And he's just got the coolest music. Kind of a mixture of like Manu Chao and Edith Piaf and some like Spanish stuff. And just really a talent. Um, Pascal Berger in Switzerland, he has a band. And... I'd like to invite special guests. I've been talking to Eric, um, and I think this would just be really cool. And the idea is to have like some different stations so people can kind of walk around in a very relaxing way. Go do the, uh, you know, making masks. I, I really love being from California and near Mexico. I really love Mexican like friendship bracelets. I think that would be really cool to make bracelets. And um, there was the hungover yoga workshop idea which I would do, uh, even if it's brutal. And, uh, you know, I want to do my Bloody Murray workshop, uh, calligraphy workshops. We could do a lot of stuff. And I I think the idea is if everyone signed up, they could get involved and it could be a hoot. Um, I'm thinking about wearing goofy hats and funny costumes. I just think it would be great. And just kind of a big family campout kind of level. So... About the money, yeah, you know, I didn't really anticipate it costing anything, but, you know, I guess I was even thinking, like, with the chairs, like, maybe, I think maybe the best idea there is contacting, like, an event company and uh, and renting some chairs from them so, so we have a place to chill out. We've also, you know, not everyone loves camping, so there's a glamping option. Uh, Laura has been really, really great with this, and she looked into some Airbnbs nearby, I think the one that she located has X amount of beds, four to eight beds or something. I forget the exact number. And then there's like, you know, the giant tent kind of glamping option. And I just think this is great because, you know, it sort of brings, you know, how did we meet? You, we probably met at a rock club. Um, you probably got uh, my music through whatever channels, iTunes or YouTube or whatever. And then just going a step further because I think the idea... 
you know, Bruce Springsteen talks about this, that he looks out at his, his audience and he, he sees people who are now grandparents who came to his shows when they were kids and, uh, you know, their grandkids are rocking out. And I just think, you know, that is such a holistic and beautiful approach uh, to live music. And ultimately, I think what Bruce is saying there is that he's he's got like a global community of people who all come together. And, and do you think that these fans don't cross paths with each other and, and, and have a big embrace and catch up like, wow, man, I remember you from the from the 90s shows or from the, you know, when Bruce didn't have the E Street Band or when, you know, uh, back in the 70s or whatever. So I think this is kind of cool. And, you know, in the spirit of the the word onward, uh, going forward, it's like, like I've said, I've been to the mountaintop. I've kind of seen what the music business has to offer and I'm trying to breathe life into a completely different path. And I think it's, it's, it's very heartwarming to me to be able to give back and have everyone reciprocate and get involved. So um, there will only be 50 tickets, I think largely because it would start growing and we'd have to build a stage and, it, you know, I don't know how large it could get before it would be unmanageable. But yeah, I think this is a good amount of people to cook for. Um, I, I think we can grab, you know, a truckload of red wine and sunblock and I think this is really cool so what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be handling the um, the 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 artist side so I'll be contacting musicians friends of mine friends you know friends you don't know and uh, have people come in and I think you know nothing would make me happier than seeing somebody really nervous um, being very modest sitting at the campfire and actually grab a guitar. There's Gaz. Gaz plays music in England. So there's so many people that I would love to hear their voice. And, um, you know, also a lot, you know, as I went through my music career, uh, I was never really in charge of opening acts, whether it was Arkells or Father Son or whatever. They were always sort of presented to us. And I think it would be really, really special to have everybody uh, have you know have a be conscious of the other creatives in our group because that's kind of what brought us all together in the first place is creativity viva creativity viva onward fest 2018 i'm really excited and you know with any luck this goes well i'm sure it won't go without some snags but with any luck getting involved i think imagine 2019 onward fest and then you know, it doesn't take much to kind of imagine where it could go. So thank you to Eva. Thank you to Emma. Thank you to Laura. Um, thank you to Lisa. And um, on that topic, I just want to say thank you to all the pledgers and everyone who's making shelter a reality. I've got to do some work here on my side. Apparently, I've just talked with my agent about tours. So we're talking about touring fall, winter, not uh, spring, not really sure exactly when to do it. And like I was saying in my last podcast, it's hard to know whether, you know, let them miss you a little bit or, hey man, you're on, you're on a whole new path. You got to stay in front of people. So that, that sort of intersection is something I'm trying to figure out right now. But when I was talking to my agent, he was like, you know, are you, uh, are you going to get any press for this? Are you, are you submitting it to anybody? And I think I was kind of backpedaling, like, uh, <laughs> of course I am. But the truth is, is I never really intended to. It was really, 
it was really for my Patreon people, really. So that's I I don't know how healthy that is in a business uh, way. Uh, <laughs> the agent was not exactly, you know, receptive. So I'm gonna have to figure out how to up my game a little bit on that side. But regardless, tours are coming. Um, the album is out there, and uh, thank you very much for all your support on Patreon. It's allowing um, me to pay my rent and to feed myself, of which I'm very excited. This is not the sexiest stuff in the world, but I came back from being on my motorbike, which is not exactly a cardio cardiovascular activity, and I stepped on the scale when I got home because I want you know all you're thinking about is like, oh man, I can't wait to get home get some nice food going, stop eating at gas stations. And I stepped on the scale and I was mortified. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've, I've been cooking for myself every meal and being really disciplined and I've just lost 10 pounds. So I'm excited about that. Um, yeah, the untold story of rock and roll, how gas station food ruins musicians' physiques. Next on Onward with William. <laughs> Anyways, so if you're, um, if you're eating at gas stations and living in uh, hotels, do yourself a favor. Buy yourself a scale. Cut out all the white things in your diet. Flour, rice, bread, and see what happens. It's been a week, and I'm, I'm really excited about it. Uh, so, moving on. What's next? Oh, um, yeah, uh, Italy. Pisa. <laughs> Pisa. Pisa heartache. Yes, yeah, so I got contacted during our Facebook Live from the police. They have found my bags amongst many other bags out in the field. <laughs> it seemed like there was a theft ring. Um, they won't really tell me what's in it, but my passport's there and my clothes are there. So I put out an APB online, like, oh God, like the, the big problem was that they wouldn't send it to me. I was sitting pretty like, oh, you found it, cool. Well, here's my address. I'll, I'll, PayPal you some money or something and they just flatly said no we don't do that <laughs> so that's a problem so they have my stuff they won't keep it in lost and in the lost and found and they're going to remove it from the police station and put it in some other facility and I don't imagine that it's properly um, tagged or it's notated that it belongs to me and how the hell am I gonna get to Pisa Italy I looked at tickets they're ridiculous lo and behold out of nowhere comes a beautiful human named Rosella Pavanti. And Rosella is, she lives in Reggio Emiliana, I think is the name. Um, it might be a Reggio Emilia, maybe is the name. And it's about two hours away, so she's going to drive down, grab my bag, put it in a, a, in a box, and send it to me. Which is great, because, the, you know, I don't have any underwear. <laughs> Thank you, Rosella, for helping me have underwear again. Um, okay, moving onward. Okay, so now you all know, Eric is having a baby. So congrats to Eric and Diana. This was something I couldn't really talk about, obviously, for um, just, just for human reasons and privacy. Uh, but yeah, Eric's, Eric uh, is expecting a child and it's something that I found out about during the making of of uh, shelter and it's funny like first and foremost you're so happy for your friend um, your inner rock and roll gremlin is like fuck so no reunion <laughs> no. <laughs> 
But yeah, so sometimes you got to step back from the rock and roll and just look at life. And I think Eric's really looking at life and I'm really, really proud of him. And he's going to be such an excellent father. And I was joking around with him, like when the time is right, like I really look forward to um, helping him out. If him and I want to go have dinner and stuff, I'd be happy to like babysit. And that's the least I could do for living at his house for months at a time or, uh, you know, <laughs> Um, borrowing Diana's husband to go around the world for like seven years or 15 years of van life. So, that, you know, I'm so happy for them. They, and um, this child is coming into such a beautiful environment between Eric and Diana and both of their families who I love very, very much. So I just wanted to send a big audio hug to those guys. So, yes, um, we are here in DIY world. Look around. <laughs> What do you think? <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it's, it's uh, one interesting thing about the DIY is when I was talking to this agent, um, I was basically saying, you know, what my itinerary looks like, what I've been doing. And every single thing it seems like I say uh, is it, just a head scratcher. It's like, okay, um, yeah, I'm going on tour on my motorcycle. Like, huh? Um, yeah, um, I'm doing a festival in, in, uh, in Belgium huh yep that's right um i'm recording a record um basically for my for my core people in my community huh <laughs> so i would say in a calendar year it's not quite been a year it's been about 10 months i'm very proud and it might look unorthodox at times but you know what like i said um you know i i came face to face with uh pop culture at large doing lauren laverne and BBC stuff and uh, network television performances and stuff. And it's cool. I'm not going to say it's not cool. It's just I'm searching for something a little deeper. And uh, speaking of that, um, today the first batch of lyrics goes into the, into the mail. And I'm sitting here looking at them and I'm really... It's funny. When you look at your own work, like what can you say? I, I, I think they look great. And I've added a couple other little special goodies in there. And so I just want you to know that this will go throughout the month in phases, um, writing hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of papers of uh, lyrics is a time consuming process, but I'm cracking away at it every day and I really love the stationery and I really think you're going to be happy. And if you're not happy, then you can just come up and dump a drink on my head. It's happened many times. I don't like your show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh man, so many great memories. Um, I just miss all of you guys and I can't wait to see you again. Uh, I did speak to my agent about pop-up shows, living room shows. And what I, was, what, what I was suggesting to him is that, you know, hey, in places that, that always write like, um, you know, Paris or Zurich, um, like in Brussels, uh, Galway, um, America, Boston, Los Angeles, Portland, these are kind of like cities that I'm not quite big enough to go and like do really well in. I was thinking of doing like living room shows, kind of pass the hat, help me get myself a hotel room and some gas money to get to the next place. I think that would be really great. I'm not sure how to organize something like that. But again, my agent was, huh? 
Um, but I'm thinking that the next tour will not be with amplifiers and pedals and kick drum. Maybe it will be more intimate and it'll just come back to the true troubadour fashion of just guitar, wood and wire, character, depth, and a lot of love. Um, so that's where I'm at. And uh, other than that, being pretty excited that I found a steak is really expensive. I don't like to splurge on that. But I found out in my local grocery store, um, in my neighborhood that's in the throes of gentrification, if you go on the weekday between Monday and Thursday, the meat prices are better. So, of course, I like, I like eating meat because it's, very, uh, it's, it's high in protein. And, yeah, I found, like, this little deal, and I'm really excited about it. <laughs> How sexy is all of that? Um, making it look easy here, folks. Other than that, I went to a barber shop for the first time in almost a year. My second haircut in two years. And I'm feeling pretty good. Got some silvers, some silvers creeping up under there. And uh, that's, that's my story for the moment, guys. And I just wanted to give you a little podcast here. Um, bring you into the, into the conversation and the dialogue. You're, of course, completely welcome to speak your thoughts and share your creativity and like I said, I don't think, I think clearly Onward, is, Onward Fest is not going to be like, you know, um, you know, Green Man or any like kind of a professional festival. It's more like a big gathering of friends that thankfully, if done correctly, we can get everybody there at a pretty reasonable price and we can just have a really great weekend. Um, and it also gives me a platform to celebrate other people's art and get behind them and I know that artists need a lot of support and maybe this is one way so all the pros that are possible through this seem like a, a winning hand and something that I definitely I'm definitely excited to uh, put my energy and time into and push forward with so with that I bid you adieu all my love guys you have been listening to Onward with William McCarthy live from New York City keep on shining you crazy diamonds.